The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Why has Triple H been so successful? Why is Triple H running WWE better than Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard on Monday and Friday night? Long-term booking. Thank you so very much for joining me right here on Off The Script. This is not a podcast party. This is Off The Scripts for your Wednesday, January 31st, 2024. I am your host, JD, from New York. As always, coming to you live from the OTS venue. This is your AEW Dynamite post right here on Off The Script. Joined by my very good friend and co-host on Wednesday nights, Mr. Chi-Town Smark, Jesse, what is going on, man? Are you ready to party, bro? Man, who's not ready to party, man? I don't know, man. After after this show, I'm ready for fucking bed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, we'll how get many, into how it. many people have gotten there, man? Listen, man, you know, I, I, I'm gonna have to start making fun of AEW, man. It looks like it, it looks like TNA may be having more people in their arenas than uh, that AEW lately. I don't know. Is it just a me? Okay, this is this is gonna sound like I'm like trying to poke at you, but I'm not. But I don't. Look at the show because I'm not gonna lie. I did not notice the size of the crowd. I don't go online and look up the ticket sales, and uh, and they're so good at disguising it, you know, Mandarin ways with hiding it that I don't even see the size of the crowd. I don't pay it any attention. I know they were fine tonight. I mean, I, last week it was terrible. Last week that that crowd was just dead. This well, week, uh, this week New Orleans was actually pretty lively. I thought they were a, a decent crowd for the uh, the the size that they were, but uh, man, oh man. You know, I was I was telling a couple of people that were texting me during the show tonight. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, I'm ready for fucking bed. It's like I I, I can't pick my head up from my phone or in, I'm in my on my on my laptop. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Then I then I get up and I go to the kitchen to go make a coffee, like I usually do every Monday or Wednesday or Friday when I'm watching this shit. Getting ready to come on here, I grab myself half a cannoli. Right, and then uh, I'm eating the cannoli. I'm not even paying attention to the fucking show anymore because I'm eating the cannoli because the cannoli is so delicious. The coffee is delicious. I'm like, holy shit, man! I'm I'm, I'm feeling good now. And then yeah. and then we get, you know, the bang bang scissor gang on TV, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, man! Can we just end this shit already? My that's God, sad. man! That's that shit. That story. It did that story. I'll start with that right now. That bang bang scissor gang shit. I know stories have a, a a beginning, middle, and end. That shit is cringe from the goddamn word go. That that whole thing is cringe. All of it. Everything about the bang bang scissor gang is one hundred percent cringe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where we're going with this. Bang bang scissor gang. Where are we going? Um, it, I kind of get where we're going, but the way they're taking to get there is just 
not I'm just nonsensical, man. It's just boring and it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's the, the bang bang. bang, bang yeah. bang. <laughs> just take just, just fucking take what the what what the um acclaim is doing as our as baby faces and then have these solid heels just start doing it and start turning it, it, it it's not clicking for me. Why is the Bang Bang Scissor Gang giving a shit about scissoring? They was they, were, they cared about kicking ass. I don't That's know. That's what man. they cared about. I don't know. Listen, it's not like the show was bad tonight. There was some pretty pretty damn good wrestling on tonight's show. Uh, we got at least some of the major storylines. You know, I wouldn't say they were uh, sprinting to the next chapter in these particular stories that they're telling here, but uh, you know, at a snail's pace, we're we're moving forward towards revolution. Not all was bad on tonight's show. We got Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo explaining what the tattoos were. So thank you to whoever was listening to the show last week where I said word for word, I hope next week that they give us a reason why these tattoos are so important, man. And please tell me what the significance of each tattoo is. Thank you. Whoever uh, whoever put that into the script tonight. TK, thank you so much, man. Very uh, well needed. Yeah, very, very well needed. Uh, thank you. I don't have to complain about that story anymore. We'll, we'll get a great match at the pay-per-view. We'll move on to the next. Uh, we got that. We got a great sit-down interview with the tag team champions, Ricky Starks, Big Bill, Darby Allen, and Sting. That was my favorite part of the entire show. So that is forwarding to next week in Phoenix. Then we got Jericho and him beating Kyle Fletcher. Yes, they put Jericho in front of a live audience. No, there were no chance of negative or uh, NDA or or anything against Jericho. It was a calm crowd tonight, which uh, I guess that's all now swept under the rug, being that uh, public enemy number one is no longer Chris Jericho. Uh, he's moving on next week to, f- to fight and wrestle Kanosuke Takeshi, so they're building that up for next week. And then we have the dealer's choice, where Swerve chose Adam Page's opponent, and Adam Page chose Swerve's opponent, which was basically the uh, hook of tonight's show. No pun intended for Taz's son hook. Uh, so, Jesse, I'm going to leave it off with you, man. What do you want to talk about? What was the biggest takeaway for you on tonight's Dynamite? Well, let's go with the 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 most important piece of advancement that we get of the little advancements that we did get tonight. And that is we're getting Swerve and Hangman number three. Great. Now. Great. <laughs> now. This in a regular has, wrestling wait, match, pal. Yeah. We're going to end this with a regular match on TV. Yeah. <laughs> no matter. I mean, but all right, look. The writing is all over the wall. Anybody with a half of a wrestling brain can see where they're going with it. That's why there's no stipulations. That's why it's on TV. They're trying to get us to the triple threat match that we are all expecting at Revolution. The only thing that we were talking about before me and you were like, if they actually go through with a third match, then it's just gonna not work out for anyone. Swerve should not be beating Hangman three goddamn times. No, and you don't want Hangman in the position that he's in. Listen, man, how, how, how could how could time. how could you have Hangman lose a match with that glorious mustache of his? I don't get it. He's got the seventies porn stash mustache, killing it, man. Man, that mustache should go undefeated all year. I don't give a shit what anybody asked. I don't give a fuck about any rankings. By the way, they. uh they did release the rankings tonight. I have it uh, bookmarked on X. We'll go over that at some point today, too. Uh, yeah, somebody did a good job on these, man. Hopefully they can keep up with it, and they don't go away after six weeks. Really? I mean, I, 
And again, with, with the with the closing segment tonight, we were talking about, well, they were talking about Hangman and Swerve. Well, we're both undefeated. You know, we're probably tied for first, you know, in the rankings. Right away, my reply is, we're not tied for shit. I beat you twice. I'm first, you're second. I'm yeah. not giving you a third match. No. Yeah. I have nothing to gain. There is no tie. I beat you not once, but twice. What tie? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what standings or rankings they got going on there. I remember last year where the Braves and Mets finished the season at the end of the season last year. Uh, well, not last year. I think it was the year before that. Uh, they were tied records. And then uh, the Braves actually won the division over the Mets with the same record because they had beaten them in the season series. So it matters. Yes, it it absolutely matters. So right now, the way it looks, now that you mentioned it, Jesse, Swerve is actually number one and Paige is number two. So I'll give AEW the benefit of the doubt. And they actually took that into consideration, which is a thumbs up because that's the way that they should be booked. Yes, absolutely. And and, in that regard, I mean, I'll chalk it up to Nana not being there to talk him out of this nonsense, which, by the way, if Swerve's in the main event and Nana's not there, you drop the ball. Yeah, what happened to him? I thought is I, he hurt? Is he hurt? Did he go? Did he go through a table and they're selling went, an injury? He went through another table. Look, I don't care how many tables he goes through. Bring his ass out there in a neck brace and a crutch and have him dance. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. If if Swerve is there, Nana's there. I don't care. Maybe you will chalk it up to maybe that's why Swerve took this bullshit stipulation because he does not need this match. He does not need this match next week. Hangman needs this match. Well, the way that it's set up, you know, Paige left off saying, well, listen, man, you know, you beat me, but you did it at the behest of the mogul embassy and you cheated to win. So I'm going to put an asterisk next to that one. And Paige is very adamant about that. And next week, I thought they were going to announce some sort of stipulation, uh, a no DQ match or mogul embassy banned from ringside or steel cage or or something like that. No, it's a straight up one-on-one match with the winner getting a shot at Samoa Joe and the AEW championship at Revolution. And next week, we got this one-on-one match. It's a regular match, straight up up match. And, you know, obviously, it's going to go one of two ways. Either it's going to be a fuck finish like you alluded to a DQ or a no contest. AEW oh. doesn't AEW doesn't have a lot of those. I mean, they've uh, they've done a very good job at that. Or they go the time limit draw in the main event, and then we get the triple threat match because I don't know how you're watching this show and thinking, well, I think it's going to be Swerve versus Joe. I think that's the way they <laughs> <Yeah>. got to go. <laughs> what the fuck do you do with Adam Page in four weeks? What, yeah. is he going to sit home and just fucking watch the show on pay-per-view? Give me a yeah. break. Yeah, in, in, in that regard, you have a point. Just to throw the 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 scent off from, you know, smarky assholes like me and you, I would say that the winner of the match gets Joe and the loser is the special guest referee. Why? Because you would then tell us that, well, this person will be on the pay-per-view involved in the match somehow. Yeah. Now, that's not the outcome we're going to get. We're getting the triple threat match. Yeah. You know, and in my perfect world, this match next week with Swerve and, and Hangman never officially happens. They can fight before the bell rings and then a big ass fucking smosh and everybody has to break it up and then people get pissed and then say fucking it's a triple threat. That way in the record books, there is no third match between Swerve and Hangman. And you want you be- want them to go the uh good old Vince Bait and Switch, huh? Bait and well. 
They can um, get am us I, a am, I, am I allowed to say that name nowadays? I don't know. I don't want to get canceled. Uh, well, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Somebody might come shit on your head for that uh, one, listen, man. Listen, I don't want any shit. I don't want any piss. I don't want. <laughs> no, I don't want to hear. Uh, I don't want to hear John Laurinaitis's name. Fuck it, man. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I know we're trying to move on, but I I don't want to see them have an official third match until they come back and revisit the feud and they're in a position where Hangman can get an actual win because you want to actually protect both of these fucking guys. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're all uh, in the boat here of this match is going to straight up be a draw or or some type of fuck finish and both guys are going to the pay-per-view. But I'm looking forward to the match. It's the quality of the match that we're probably going to really dissect and enjoy no matter the outcome because when Swerve and Page are in the ring... It is absolutely fantastic every single time, or at least the last two times that we've seen it. Uh, and yes. they've got us, you know, uh, on the edge of our seat with whatever the fuck they're doing. The promos back and forth has been great between both guys. So yes. looking forward to it. Uh, next week should be a big show. Finally, uh, AEW Dynamite's got a substantial show on Wednesday next week. And this was more like an appetizer or a layup to next week's Slam Dunk show. Uh, so that was in the end of the show. That was at the end of the show, rather, with Swerve and Hangman coming together there and face-to-face, and uh, we got that match made for next week. The dealer's choice. You know, they, <laughs> they built this show on the dealer's choice. I'm not much of a gambling man myself, but I've been known to sit at a poker table table or two uh, when I go to Atlantic City. Love me some Texas Hold'em. But the dealer's choice, Jesse, was... Not really all that intriguing because I thought coming in, they were going to give us a surprise for both guys. Page was supposed to choose Swerve's opponent and Swerve was supposed to choose Page's opponent. Yeah. And at the end of this, before we got to the show, I think it was even uh, right at the beginning of the week, we got Swerve announcing that Adam Page is going to be wrestling Toa Leona on Wednesday. I'm like, well, I mean, that's uh, that that, that took all of... uh, you know, the fucking one brain cell that the creative team has to come up with, man. What what a, what an ingenious idea that was. I mean, that's what you waited all week to tell us? Page versus Toa. Now, take nothing away from Toa Leone. He's a physically impressive man. He's a very good Thanks. pro wrestler. Yes. He's Thanks. a legit and, badass. But, and how did he do tonight? And he, he, he fared very well. Fucking killed it. Killed it. Page is the most consistent yep. pro wrestler maybe yep. in the business right now. He's, he's just, yep. everything he does is fucking great. But I'm talking about... The level of like, is that interest. is that it? I mean, you, you, interest. You, you, yeah, interest. You you hype up these two mystery matches, and then yeah, we'll just give you Toa Leona. I'm like, all right, I get it. He's part of the Mogul Embassy, but I mean, you got to do better than that, man. You, you know, you got RVD or Rob Van Dam coming out for Swerve's opponent, which you know Tony Khan woke up one day. He's like, well, what match can I do that I think everybody would mark out over today, man? You know, and then he calls RVD up to go to go down to New Orleans, and, and then we get RVD versus Swerve. So I guess that's okay because RVD is still uh, he's still great. He still he still got it. But yeah, looks good up there. The, the the dealer's choice, man, is just like okay. is that is that well, the best you got? Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, and veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you guys waiting for? Get started today 
have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. The options are endless with Factor. Two-minute meals. Fill up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. How about some snacks, some smoothies, and more? Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Factor is also the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. And you guys can be very flexible with your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. And the most important part, there's no prep. No mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. So there's no prepping. There's no cooking or cleanup that is needed. If that sounds great to you guys, head to factormeals.com slash script 50 and use code script 50 to get 50% off. That's code script 50 at factormeals.com slash script 50 to get 50% off. I'm going to poke a couple of holes in this dealer's choice thing, and I hope the right people are listening. If, <laughs> if Swerve got to pick Hangman's opponent, why Toliona and not say Brian Cage? I don't know. That would seem to be the better option of the. Of well, the we've seen Brian embassy. Cage. We've seen Brian Cage and Adam Page uh, a couple of times already. So maybe they didn't want to go to the well again. Okay. We'll go to the other side now. Hangman found a loophole and said, You should have read the fine print, bro. That means I could have picked any stipulation. Yeah. Why wouldn't he pick a handicap match? I don't know. I mean, at, at, that, at that point, you don't want to bury the Mogul Embassy. Well, look, if you're going to bring in logic like you should have read the fine print, well, you, you didn't read it enough. If you could have picked anything, any stipulation, I would have put this guy in there against two people because he took me to the He beat me twice. Clearly, he's no fucking pushover. And if I couldn't beat him, what do I expect Rob Van Dam to do? I'm going to grab two guys. I'm going to get a tag team to go on there and go two on one with him. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, Anything, anything would have been more creative than Toa Leona. You just go right back to the uh, the age-old pro wrestling handbook, pro wrestling one-on-one. Hey, man, he's got to beat my stable mate to get yeah. ahead here. Like, come on, man. You basically hide that aspect in a, in a dealer's choice and then try to make it all unique and sound great. It's like... We see this on regular television on a weekly basis. You got to go through this stable mate and that stable mate. I mean, how many fucking times did they go through the bloodline to get to Rome? And it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. And, you know, I'll call it like I see it, man. And in in regards of trying to pick out and, 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 and fill logic gaps, if you don't pick your stable mate, wouldn't that cause some kind of internal rift? Like, bro, I'm right here. You couldn't give me that opportunity. I would have kicked his ass for you. So you pick a stable. I guess. You know, I, I, I guess. Well, how's that say pick somebody else and not my own guy? Granted, nobody expected him to win, but I would have given Brian Cage a little bit more of a chance to win than Toa Leona, just experience alone. I guess, yeah. I... But on the flip side, Makes sense. Hangman had his pick of the litter and realized he could pick anything, and he just picked an, a, a much older Rob Van Dam. I'm not going to say he's terrible because he looked and moved phenomenally out there tonight. Rob Van Dam did. So there's no knock on Rob Van Dam, but 
gonna grab a badass tag team out there with a chip on their shoulder to go out there and kick his ass. Two on one handicap match, bro. RVD handled himself well in there against Swerve. Wasn't uh, the most smooth match. There was a couple of miscommunication spots in there. I mean, it's no, uh, it's none of our uh, our area to be calling out how the wrestling match should go, man. We gotta we gotta call Bret Hart and make sure that we can talk about work rate, you know. Um, <laughs> It, it was considered. It, 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 it was. Uh, it was still a, a very good main event. Very exciting. The crowd uh, really enjoyed what they got. Swerve ended up winning, and he moves on to next week to go one on one with Paige. So uh, I guess that all worked out for them, and they got us through this week onto next week, and we're gonna get a banger match next week. Looks like a banger show next week, and we'll talk about how RVD did, what did him in. And we'll talk about Paige and Toa Leona in just a little bit. Uh, moving on, the other big thing that happened tonight was the fact that we got a explanation for the tattoos or the tattoo. Uh, I'm supposed to say it tattoo, tattoo, tattoo. And uh, apparently, uh, Tony Schiavone looks a lot uglier this week uh, because he wasn't Ian Riccoboni and uh, he wasn't being fed macaroons, but. We got the explanation for the tattoo. Tony Storm and Deanna Perrazzo have the same matching tattoo on their ankle. So I'm glad that they gave us that explanation. We'll also get into that. And someone clearly, uh, I don't know if they listen to the show or not, but uh, either that or someone is on the same wavelength as us. And they gave us a reason as to why this match is happening and the similarities between both Deanna Perrazzo and Tony Storm. So again, we will go over that. Sting and Darby Allen. They are challenging for the tag team titles next week. Ricky Starks and Big Bill, great sit-down interview tonight on the show. Probably my favorite segment of the night. And the Blackpool Combat Club is in a match next week on this big dynamite from Phoenix against uh, more uh, rental luchas. Oh, my God. It's like, holy shit, man. Tony Khan loves him some rental lucha, man. CMLL is now in a partnership with AEW and we got three guys on next week's show, man. Fuck me if I know how to pronounce their names. Uh, Brian is facing somebody on Collision. He has a name, too. He has a name. I don't know. I don't know his name. We'll go over it, but uh, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I mean, I'd, lo I'd love to know what is Tony Khan's infatuation with Lucha Libre here, man. We got Commander. We got Vikingo. We got Bandito. We got fucking who else is on the show? Who else they got? Blue well, Penta, they got Phoenix. Uh, who else? I mean, well, TNA got AAA. So, I mean, TK figure he wants to get him a a, a, a lucha promotion. And I, I'm sitting here asking myself, why should I care? Yeah, we're yeah. an American pro wrestling audience. I don't give yeah. a fuck who these guys are. I, do I don't give really. a shit that they're wrestling the Blackpool Combat Club next week. Please, someone explain to me why I should care about these guys and who the fuck they are. Oh, no, you, you, you can't say that, though, Jess. You can't. Who, who, who are they? Go do the research yourself. No, I don't want to go do the research yourself. myself. It's your job to tell me. Yeah, that, that's not how the system works. No. We're still trying to make sure every people care about everyone on the AEW roster. We don't have time to start incorporating CMLL talent. Who they got? They got uh, Tostito, Tostito oh. and Queso. <laughs> oh my! Dorito, that... Fritos. Nope, that's not that. Nope, that Chori doesn't work. Chorizo. Nope. <laughs> Put that disclaimer back in there, chat. Nope, that's not me. That is not 
PC. That's coming from the chat. It's not coming from me, man. I love me nope. some. I love me some Chipotle, man. That's what I'm talking. Nope. I'm, 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 I'm hungry. Okay. Give me one second. The comments of JD, <laughs> of JD, and JD alone, and do not reflect the comments of Jesse or anyone he's associated with. Whatever, right. man. What I've been canceled. I've been. I've been. Uh, Canceled or uh, attempted to be canceled for worse, man. Give me a break. Anyway, nope. we're gonna go over this show tonight. I mean, just a very lackluster show, guys. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to tell you, man. I got. I got. I gotta amuse myself. Okay. Yeah, cut. yeah, man. It, it could have been better. It could have been better. Anyway, make sure you guys do me a solid. Hit that thumbs up. Four hundred and fourteen likes in this. Or on this stream right now, man. That's that's pretty unacceptable, I have to say. You know, we've been I killing mean, we've been killing her all week, man. How come you guys get to the AEW stream on Wednesday, Hump Day, Hump Week, in the middle of the middle of the week, Hump Day, Wednesday, right? And then you guys just fucking fall asleep. Cause this show put everybody to sleep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, get Doctor Sylvan out of the chat. And get him out. I don't know, uh, bro. Why don't you fucking have a funny bone, man? Get him out. Hooligram, get him out. Um, Yeah, please hit that thumbs up. We appreciate that very much, man. We got a... Uh, I, I got to go over uh, my guy Billy Sizan with a $100 bomb. I can't forget Billy. Billy, Billy Bomb. Billy Bomb in the chat. We'll go over him in just a minute. Guys, please make sure you hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Follow us on social media at JD from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Follow Jesse at Chi-Town Smart. Never really on there. And when he does, he's always causing a fucking problem. Yeah. Wait, should we address that? I'm not addressing it. No, that we're not real addressing quick. it. No, we're not real, addressing real it. No. Just leave it real quick. No, it, it doesn't need to be addressed. Oh. I will ask you something before we get started, though. Hold on. Uh, go check out all the other videos on the channel. Everything you need is on the homepage. We are halfway to 153,000. This was the best January in the history of the podcast, man. Thank you so very much for all your support. And this is the last room of the month. Let's go out with a bang with a dynamite. So thank you guys very much for all of your support. Jesse, what would you think of the CM Punk injury, man? Because I know we were uh, all watching the Royal Rumble. And CM Punk got himself injured. Nothing to do with what he did in the Rumble. It was a freak accident. It took a DDT from Drew McIntyre. And now we'll be missing WrestleMania out till at least September with a torn tricep, the same injury that he suffered after wrestling John Moxley at All Out a couple of years back. And then uh, that was the fabled uh, All Out or Brawl Out media scrum that happened right after that. What would you think of the injury, man? And what are you thinking about the change to this WrestleMania car that was basically a fucking slam dunk for WWE. Uh, I, so I heard that I heard that the build that they had was 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 tight, man. I heard they had a fantastic build going in. Yeah, and I heard about the injuries and stuff. So when I when I so what I wanted to do, I wanted to come here and have a just actual this is a straight up discussion about what happened and what my response would it to have been. And I want everyone here to now hear the words come from my mouth and see if it sounds like I'm celebrating anything. So you asked me about the punk injury, and my reply would have been, punk is hurt. Moxley said, strong, you know, he said, fragile mind, 
He said, fragile ego, fragile body. Maybe at a point. Maybe maybe the guy's injury prone. I don't know what his problem is, man. If he's injury prone, if it's his diet, if it's the way he's trained, I I, I don't know. I mean, this is uh really mounting up to be some some big injuries back to back to back. At first it's the foot, then it's the tricep. I don't know if this is the same tricep or if it's the other tricep. I have no idea. Maybe but, the guy's just getting old. He's a, he's the same age as me. You know, I mean, it, I don't know, man. You get you can't perform the way that you you, you think. Jeff Hardy is going to be moving like Jeff Hardy 15 years from now? No. You know, you know he, he already uh, doesn't move like Jeff Hardy. You know, right a lot now. of it a lot of it has to do, you know, he, that, that's a lot of time off, man. You know, he came from AEW, they didn't show him uh TV time until Survivor Series. He came back. He didn't wrestle his first match until the the holiday tour after Christmas against Dominic. I know he wrestled in Los Angeles I think a week before that too, so he wrestled Dominic twice. Yeah. And then after that his first match back on TV was the Royal Rumble. So you know, I don't know how much layoff did bad for him. You know, it could be a mixture of all those things combined. I, I have no idea. But, you know, uh, a lot of people wishing Punk, you know, ill will and, and making this a tribalistic thing. Shame on you, man. No, shame shame on about, you guys. And I, I mean, I don't wish ill will. I don't wish injury. I don't wish death upon no man. It's, 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 it's uncalled for and unnecessary, man. Yeah. You know, was this the same tricep that he injured before? I don't know. If it's the same one, then the injury can be, you know, looked at a little bit lighter as far as the injury-prone conversation goes. Yeah. But if it, if it's the other one, then yeah, man, I'm I'm thinking very fragile, injury-prone. Use them sparingly. Don't put them out there, uh, uh, you know, just meaninglessly because he's probably gonna get hurt again. Yeah. Uh, Billy. Billy Bomb with a $100 super chat. Thank you, Billy. We love you, man. JD and Jesse, you guys, F and Rule. I'll be in Phoenix, Arizona next week, my hometown. Next week's next week's show looks like an F and Banger show. What could TK's announcement be? Okada or Mercedes Monet? Finally, love you guys. OTS family, it's now a Billy Bomb is now my new name. Fuck the haters. Thank you, Billy. We uh, we really appreciate your generosity, man. Every single time you're in the OTS venue. Yes, Tony Khan did announce he has a very important announcement next week. And uh, I don't think it's Okada. I don't think it's Mercedes. I don't know why he would announce Mercedes out of just thin air. Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly think it's uh, Will Ospreay. We're having something to do with Will Ospreay because now we're getting into crunch time next week will be four weeks before revolution. And we were under the impression that will Osprey will be at revolution. And also didn't this contract in at the end of yes. January. Yes. But also, but also, also we already got the will Osprey announcements. He can't yeah. do the same announcement as the, I mean, we, we already know he's coming, bro. Well, maybe he uh, announces a match for will Osprey at the pay-per-view or at, or at Wembley. We're going to announce a match for Wembley already? They put tickets on sale fucking months ago. Whatever. I wouldn't be surprised with this fucking management staff they got over there. Whatever. <laughs> really? Yeah, we got an important announcement next week, man. I wonder what it's going to be. We'll figure oh. that out next week. It's going to be a big show from Phoenix next week. We open tonight's show with John Moxley against Jeff Nero Hardy. Fragile mind. Fragile ego. Yeah. Jeff Hardy could be labeled as fragile. Oh, well, I hope no one says that because then all of the 
Jeff Hardy stands. There are no Jeff Hardy stands. Whatever the case may be, Jeff Hardy's looking pretty solid out there the last couple of outings, man. I don't know what it is, but, you know, Jeff Hardy's got this renewed push on AEW television. They hype this one up about the rankings, and whoever wins this match is going to have solid footing in the rankings, which I told you guys we'd go over. John Moxley right now is number four in the rankings behind Swerve, who's number one, Adam Page, who's number two, Adam Copeland, who's number three, John Moxley's number four, and Roderick Strong is number five. So as you guys can see, all five of these guys are in something on TV. They're not going to put people in this top five who are not on TV. So one question I have about these rankings, though. Yeah. So you get... (laughs) You have four goddamn men's champions and five contenders. Are these contenders in line for any championship? Uh, I don't know. Adam Copeland's number three, so uh, I guess he's going after Christian Cage. We all know that. John Moxley, I don't know what he's doing. Probably no title for him, but Roderick Strong's going after Orange Cassidy, and Swerve and Hangman are going after the uh, the world title in Smojo. I, I, I think we need to be a little bit more elaborate with these rankings. So I'm assuming that the, the five contenders are in line for Joe's titles. How about I give five more guys who are in line for Cage's title and five more for Cassie's? Otherwise, I'm a little bit confused as who 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 Christian Cage should be defending against next. Because by this, it should be Hangman. Yeah, that is uh, that is a legit point. I did mention that uh, as we were coming up. On this day where they were going to let us know what the rankings are, there should be rankings for the world title, for the TNT title, right. for the international title, and for the uh, now defunct and irrelevant continental title. Right. And then the tag team titles, and then the women's title, the TBS title, and the trios yeah. title. Yeah, exactly. Same for the women, man. I mean, it. you have two champions, you got five contenders i mean so who's lined up so 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 whoever's in charge over there i don't know if you're listening to uh listening to us or uh tk if you're uh, gonna get catch wind of this already taking shortcuts man i don't understand it (laughs) like what are we we doing here we're just gonna refine it we're gonna adjust yeah we'll get rankings out there and then fucking 50 percent of the rankings are missing yeah give us a champion and give us who the top contenders are for that title, and then go to the next title. And you know what? Now that I'm on Twitter, I, I'm sorry. I, I have to tweet this to this fucking. I oh, have, no. I, 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 I have to. Uh, why don't or why doesn't? Can't even speak proper English. Why doesn't each title have its own set of contenders? He's gonna get so pissed. Are we taking <laughs> shortcuts? You type like a snail. Are you looking at the all keyboard? Right. My keyboard is all the way off my desk, bro. I'm sorry. Okay? I got my iPad in front of me. You have to look at the keyboard when you type? The post you are trying to reply to has been deleted or is not visible to you. Did you they block de- you already? Did they delete this tweet? Let me, let me see. Let me copy. Let me copy this comment. Hold on. Yeah, don't lose it. Let's see. Oh, no, they... they, That's still here. No, they took the post down. AEW's official Twitter account took the post down. I'm looking at it. Tony Khan put it on his page instead. Yeah, okay, that's where... Okay, you get it from the official account. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it on TK's page. Yeah, yeah, I was on the AEW. Okay. 
Should I tweet this to TK? I wouldn't. But but feel free. I don't I mean, know, man. I wanna, I want, I wanna, I wanna rile up some people, man. Come on. Should I tweet? Should I, should I tweet this to TK? Mm, like, what I are we doing? I wouldn't. No. No. We we we're gonna address it. We addressed it right here. Maybe he'll get wind of it. Why no? don't all the champions have their own top contenders? I don't understand it. Maybe we work into it. Let it play out. Let it play out doesn't even work here. Tag team fuck? champions, Ricky Starks and Big Bill. Number one contenders are Sting and Darby Allen. Okay. Number two, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. I'm sorry. What have they I, done? What? Have they had a match? Have they had a match? Brian, uh, you Brian know what? Castagnoli. Private Party I've seen recently. Orange Cassidy and Trent Beretta are in the top five. All right, listen. It's, oh, oh, it's, it's, wait a okay. minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, oh. wait a minute. I got I got some people in the venue telling me to go to go to cagematch.net. Okay, I'll go. Hold on. All right, let's see what they have to say. Hold on. I got to see what fucking John Silver and Alex Reynolds have been doing. Oh, my God. Let's see. John Silver. I'm just not reading this shit. Matches. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, John, there he is, John Silver. Hold, hold on, folks. I, I, got, I got to see this. Bullet Club Gold are the number one contenders for the trios titles. They are trios champions. Wow. Okay. AW Rampage. Uh, World Tag Team Title Eliminator. Apparently, this happens on Friday. We already got the results here. Ricky Starks and Big Ricky Starks and Big Bill defeated the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver. So please explain to me how if the tag team title, the tag team champions beat them. How will they rank number two? Dark Order defeated Brandon Cutler and Colt Cabana on AEW Dynamite. Oh, this was a, 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 a this was a dark match. Brandon Cutler and Colt Cabana. The Dark Order, Alex Reynolds and John Silver defeated Brandon Cutler and Colt Cabana. This was on the seventeenth and again on the twenty fourth. This was a dark match. Alex yeah. Reynolds and John Silver, Evil Uno. Defeated Angela Parker, Jake Hager, and Matt Menard on Rampage. Guys, the the Kansas City Chiefs will be in the Super Bowl because they managed to beat the local high school team, the Kansas City Knights. They beat them twice, so they'll be in the Super Bowl. How? How? <laughs> How are John Silver and Alex Reynolds number two when they've wrestled dark matches? Someone explain that to... Oh, God. Are we making the same mistake again? Are we? You should just come out and flat out say, hey, man, our tag team division is garbage. They were just rebuilding this division, too. Have Brian Danielson and Claudio Castagnoli won a tag team match together? I have not seen one. Let's look it up. Let's look it up. I have not seen one. I have not seen the Dark Order. I have not seen BCC, House of Black. I know they exist. They come and go when they please. Sometimes they're here. I don't remember what they've fucking done lately. I don't know. Maybe these matches happened in Tony Khan's dreams uh, okay, uh, Danielson and Claudio defeated Eddie Kingston and Ortiz on AEW Collision on the 20th. 
And then they beat Daniel Garcia. Well, this was, uh, no, this was, uh, what was this, a four-way? No, it was World's End. They were all together. World I'm sorry. Game. So one tag team match together, and they're number three. One win. One win. What did Private Party do? Have they won? Have they won matches? They won a match, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've seen them on TV at least. I mean, what the? I mean, they've won. They won something on TV. Yes. Private Party isn't on CageMatch.net. Fuck. Oh, there they are. Matches. Where are they? Let's see. Oh wow! Top Flight beats Private Party. God damn it! Where are they? On Rampage. Uh, They're okay. number four. Where the okay. fuck is Top Flight? Okay. Is Tony Khan using CageMatch.net? I mean, Private Party it, beats Top Flight on the seventeenth of January. AEW Dynamite. Okay, so they run it back. So they won. They won one match, and they're in the top five. So by 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 cage match, TK, uh, Private Party have lost. Let's see, one, two. Three matches. They won, in, they, they won in three, Jesse. One, well, if you add those up, that equals four, and they're ranked number four. Huh? Huh? No, yeah, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, sure. So the ranking, the ranking shouldn't be that hard to do. I wouldn't, don't let the, don't let you doing the rankings um, be the result of what you're going to book going forward. The ranking should be easy to do. Book how you're going to book. After you're done booking it, take your wins and losses and then do the rankings accordingly. Don't do the rankings according to what you are going to book going forward. The wins and losses, they are what they are. So put them down. Easy. Private party shouldn't be number four if they're one and goddamn three. I don't know, man. Let's see top flight. Now I'm curious about what top flight's doing. Top Flight's not in the uh, rankings at all. Oh my God. Where, why aren't they here? Top, there, there you go. Top Flight. There you go. Um, no, that's not the, the... There's three different teams with the name Top Flight? What? <laughs> the fuck what about, is this? What about Brian and, and Claudio? How many times have they tagged? One. Collision. And they won they at beat, least? They beat Eddie Kingston and Ortiz. They beat Eddie and Ortiz, and yeah. they're number three. Yeah. And John Silver and Alex Reynolds won dark matches? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, legitimate dark matches, yeah. Uh, top Flight and Action Andretti beat Vikingo, Commander, and Penta. That was on the Jericho Cruise. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I don't know why that's even on here, but whatever. <laughs> top Flight beat Private Party, which was taped. That's going to happen on Friday. Sorry if I spoiled it, guys. <laughs> top, top flight, top flight beat the Outrunners. Nobody's gonna watch anyway. Top flight versus the Outrunners. This happened on the twenty sixth. This this was the Jericho Cruise. The Again, Jericho Cruise counts as canon. Okay. Top flight beats the Butcher and the Blade. This was on Ring of Honor TV, or at least they're not in the top five. Okay, they beat uh, two Ring of Honor teams on Ring of Honor TV. Yeah, they're not there, but they uh, they, they 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 won on uh, on Friday against the private party. Gotta love it. Got half ass fucking rankings, man. Really? Gotta love it. 
your tag team division. Otherwise, I won't have to sit here and look up fucking random useless matches and, and wonder what, what, where the fuck did John Silver and Alex Reynolds come from. I, I don't even remember seeing them on fucking TV. They looked like they were rebuilding the tag division. I don't know how he got here right now. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. One match, Brian and Claudio at the number three. Yeah. One match. Private Party, Orange Cassidy, Trent Beretta, number five. Have they even had a tag team match? I remember Trent losing a singles match. Now, I got to look this up. I mean, has Orange Cassidy wrestled a tag team match? I think one. I know I know they did one. I know they had him in one, and he did it like in halfway into the show, like at the 9 o'clock hour on Dynamite. It was him and, it was him and, um, and Trent. I forget who it was against, though. Bro, they haven't had a tag team match all fucking year so far. Oh, god damn it. There was somebody else there. The only went the only match that they won was wow. on the Jericho cruise on the 28th against the Outrunners. Please don't tell me we're counting that. Please don't tell me we're counting Orange Cassidy and Shrimp Red as a fucking tag team here. On the Jericho cruise. We can't see the Jericho crews. What are we doing here, man? <sighs> yeah, you want me to shit, sit here and take this shit legitimately? Meanwhile, we got no fucking championship top fives, and we got fucking tag teams that are winning matches on a fucking cruise in the middle of the ocean, and you're calculating those as wins. And Dark. Those the one thing we told you not to do. Don't count Dark. And here we are. We don't have Dark, but you're now counting Dark matches that happened dark before matches. Dynamite. <laughs> We'll just count dark matches. That'll work just the same. Great. Ridiculous. Moving on. Moxley and Jeff Hardy. What did you think of Jeff Hardy's performance here tonight, man? I think he's been doing some solid work. I, I'm going to be honest, man. I wasn't very impressed. I mean, yeah. it, it. and look, maybe it's, maybe it's just me and remembering the Jeff Hardy that we remember from his prime and then watching him work in 2024 and it's a shell of his former self. It is not the Jeff Hardy. If Jeff Hardy worked like this back in the day, he wouldn't be the enigma as we know him as. Now we're just settling. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's just a me thing. I'm kind of tired of seeing the Hardys. They're not doing it for me right now. They're not doing anything interesting. Every time I see Jeff go up top, I'm worried he's going to kill himself or something like that. He's not a game changer. No, man. He's not, he's not a difference maker, is Jeff Hardy. No. Has he has he won a singles match in, of anything important? I don't I don't know. Uh Mr. TN Livin was benched in the chat. He says, JD, I love you, bro. But no reason to be disrespectful to AEW if you're not liking it. Fans will understand you not covering it. Now, why would I do that, Mr. <laughs> TN Living? Not cover AEW, man. Wow. Yeah, 50% of my fucking content, man. Yeah, just yeah, I'm not gonna cover it anymore. If it sucks, it sucks. Maybe you're new around here. If it's good, it's good. I'll let you know. Can't be too new. You got to be a member for four or five fucking weeks before you can chat. That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe I should make my own fucking top five. But Mr. <laughs> TN Living at number one for a dumb fucking comment. Maybe I should do that, man. Maybe I should run that gimmick. The worst fucking comments. Uh, and I rank you uh, weekly. Oh, no. Don't don't take that from me. I already got a plan for oh, that. Oh, you got that? Okay. I'll let you have it. I, I got a plan for that, man. Mm -hmm. Right now, when I tweet, I open the app, 
tweet and close it. I don't read shit. I'll read it at a later date. Everybody will read it with me together. John Moxley beats Jeff Hardy here. We pick it up after the commercial break. Moxley, uh, during the break, grabbed Excalibur's pen and stuck it through the piercing of Hardy's ear and twisted it while he was sitting up on the top turnbuckle. Typical John Moxley. Hardy managed to wiggle out, post Moxley on the floor. Uh, back inside, he delivered a Manhattan drop, a low leg drop combo, got a near fall. Moxley came to his feet, trod anvil elbows, stalling pile driver connected. I don't know if we should be dropping Jeff Hardy on his head, but here we are. Moxley wanted a gotch style pile driver on the apron this time, but Hardy countered into a twist of fate. Whisper in the wind, followed by Hardy, or uh, followed up by Hardy, who hit a corner drop kick. And then he took too long to hit a swanton bomb follow. Moxley cut him off. Uh, he did the signature back rake and superplex off the top. Hardy attempted a twist of fate, but Moxley spun out into a cutter. Hardy countered a paradigm shift and hit his split-legged pin attempt. Uh, Moxley did not get the shoulder up, and the referee uh, was just there counting it too. I don't know how Moxley even kicked out of that. That's a devastating pinning combination there by Hardy. But he got out anyway. Twist of fate connected, missed the swanton. Moxley sank in the rear naked choke. It was deep, and he went to sleep, did Hardy, and that was it. Post-match, Moxley offered a handshake to Hardy, who contemplated it, and then he flipped John Moxley off. Now, Moxley was in the ring, and outside, watching this match from the fan section, was some CMLL talent. Uh, good luck finding out who they are. I have no fucking clue who they are. Don't know why Tony Khan would expect us to know who they are, or better yet, why he would expect us to care. But they're sitting ringside. Mystico was one of them. Finally hopped the railing, and everybody else there uh, jumped Moxley on the outside. The numbers were too much. Moxley was beaten down, and the Blackpool Combat Club was not there tonight. So out comes Matt Seidel, Christopher Daniels, Matt Menard, and Angelo Parker all chasing them off. This went over like a fucking wet fart in church. Nobody cared. Now, I don't know where they're going with this, but apparently we have the Blackpool Combat Club wrestling these three guys next week, and Brian Danielson is wrestling one of these masked men on collision Saturday night. I mean, I don't know, Jesse. Are, are you <laughs> emotionally invested in... These unnamed random luchadors who are now appearing on AEW Dynamite. No. So can you please tell, can you please explain to me that, that that's a good answer, man? No. no. I'm sure I'm sure that sentiment is felt by many. Can you please explain to me why you're not emotionally invested? Because we have no reason to care about anybody from CMLL. It's it for us as AEW watchers, we have no reason to care why they're here. We have no reason to care about any of them individually, so why would we care about them as a group like this? This guy so, in the chat, look, phenomenal man. Bro, just search up who these CMLL guys are. No! No. no. That's not so, how it works here. So, look, my advice, my advice, if you want to start this CMLL thing and you want people to care about it, then they need to do something impactful. They need to do something to make us give a shit about it. And since we do not know them individually because they have those star power, then they need to come over in like a hostile takeover type group. Um, I'm not saying put them all in masks and do the retribution type deal, no shit like that. But they get a chip on their shoulders. They're going to disrupt shit. 
you're going to have a number one contenders match, and these guys are going to come in and beat the holy fuck out of everybody and, and throw their setup and then walk out. All right. Then they're going to come out and do it again randomly. And now all of a sudden people want these guys to fucking quit. They want them to get their asses kicked. That's just an example. The point is they're doing something to disrupt what we do care about. So now we hate them. So now we give a shit and we want these guys to go beat up these guys. You just got them in the crowd sitting there watching the match and then decide to hop the guardrail to get involved. And you tell us they're from CMLL. That's great. We don't give a shit. Where, where where are we going with this? Is this is this going to lead to them being included in the Forbidden Door pay per view this summer? Like, uh, I don't, I don't. You, you bought half a fucking New Japan. You bought everybody that mattered over in New Japan. How far yeah. you think that's going to go past this year? The Forbidden Door is dead. Like yeah. you're not you're not getting a Forbidden Door pay per view with fucking CMLL. I, I'm I'm well. sorry, it's not it's not going to work that way. I mean, all the dream matches that we thought were dream matches in Japan are now here because Osprey's here, Jay White's here, fucking Okada's coming over here, Mercedes is coming over here. I mean, who else is over there? Who yeah. else is over there? Nobody get, nobody gives a fuck about the rest of the people over there. David Finley's over there. Who, who else is over there? Show my, show, yeah. well, Umino's over there. Show the Umino's over Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? So, so again, use your tools. Use the tools you have at your disposal. Every time you guys do anything, when you don't want anyone to know about it and try to cover it up, we find it, and it gets leaked out. Use that. Moxley does fucking shows all around. He'll do a CMLL show. Fine. Send Moxley to CMLL, all right? Have him just straight up get jumped by a bunch of CMLL guys out of the blue for no fucking reason. Hits the internet. People get fucking... Don't even air it. Just use the fucking camera footage from the people in the fucking crowd. All right? I mean, just, just let that let it, let it be a fucking shoot. Then next time, BCC shows up at CMLL and whoops some fucking ass. All right? Then all of a sudden, they show up on Dynamite. Now we're going somewhere. Now these guys are showing up on fucking Dynamite going after BCC. Now we got something to pay attention to. Just put them in the crowd and have them just be angry. That's not going to work. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, why, why am I caring about this match next week? Is, is it going to be a great match? Sure. Sure, it'll be an it'll be entertaining match. And that's the extent of where this is going. You know, I, I, got, I got a serious question here. You know, they, they want to do CMLL here against the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, I don't know. How long did you have Andrade under contract? How long did you have yeah. Andrade there? You couldn't give us Andrade, Dralistico, Preston Vance against the Blackpool Combat Club. I got to give a fuck about these three guys. When yeah. you had luchadors who we all cared about, Care about on the roster that you did nothing with. Andrade could have came out with his fucking CMLO crew and just fucking went fucking just rough shot. What happened? No, 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 Andrade's not good enough. Let's go get fucking masked luchador number one who I can create on the community section, WWE 2K24. No difference. No. No. Ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely a waste of my time, man. And I'm sorry if it sounds negative, and I'm sorry if I sound ignorant, but that's the way that I'm wired. If I don't know who the fuck they are, and AEW doesn't do any job of telling me how important uh, they are and who they are, I don't give a shit. This is American television. It's not Mexico. I don't give a fuck what happened over there. I give a fuck what happens here. Tell me the story here. They're jumping the barricade like they fucking own the joint. Did they do anything to set up this particular meeting tonight? Yeah, just Nothing. generate some interest. That's, that's all. That's all. Basically, come up with a way to generate some interest from us 
to them because we don't care who they are. You gotta go Google it. Google these fucking nuts, okay? Google what? I Google recipes. I Google fucking how to make a nice cold beverage. I'll Google baseball statistics. I gotta go find fucking Lucha, Lucha Libre number one on fucking Google. And then forget about finding a fucking match that's decent HD quality. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to tell your audience, I'm going to show you something. If you want the backstory, go look it up. That's asinine. <laughs> that's that's just fucking, you should be lucky that they're even watching your show. You want them to go now do homework? No. Trash. Nobody gives a shit about, listen, man, the Lucha Libre, the Lucha Libre obsession here. Got to be toned down. Got to be toned down. You don't, you don't, you don't see this anywhere but AEW. It's like, you know, you got Lucha Libre. You got fucking Japanese strong style. You got fucking this strong style. You got all this other shit, man. What the fuck are you? What are you? What are you? It's like a PBS special out here, man. I don't know what the fuck. Variety hour. This is 205 Live, bro. Give me, you know what I want? Give me fucking stories. How about that? Or is the writing team too fucking preoccupied by booking fucking standings that don't even make sense? Google it. Who said that? What the who? who oh, go, go Google it. <laughs> we, Google got Adam Cop- we got Adam Copeland in AEW. Google now. what? Adam Copeland's in AEW. Put him in the ring. And then put Christian on the other side of the ring. Have them stand there and stare at each other. Don't say anything. Then just leave and go to the next segment. And when people ask, well, what happened here? Tell them, go look up their history. Half go the Google pe- it. Half the people telling me to go Google it can't even fucking spell this guy's name. <laughs> go Google it. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Oh. He's from CMLL, though. How many oh. of you watched a full episode or, or, or a fucking full show of CMLL? Fuck out of here. They have a show? I don't know. I'm sure oh, they yeah. do. Do you live in Mexico? No, you live in the United States. We're on dynamite. We're not fucking watching CMLL, okay? I feel like people in Mexico are watching American wrestling, too. Probably. I mean, so... How come Vikingo's on Dynamite fucking jobbing matches out? I, fuck, fuck do I know? Because nobody's watching CMLL. Oh, but he's, he's the AAA Mega Champion, JD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Triple Mega. I'll show you fucking Mega. Fuck out of here. Ha- Hangman Page. Let's get to Adam Page. <laughs> number one contender here for the World Championship. I should say number two. Swerve is above him. Yeah. He defeated Toa Leona. This was Leona's first singles match. And like Jesse and I talked about earlier, I think Toa Leona knocked it out of the fucking park tonight, man. Now, the thing is, he's very intimidating. He's legit. He's badass. He's a very good pro wrestler. But he's not really known in this realm, mostly done on Ring of Honor. He was the Ring of Honor six-man tag team champion. Nobody really knows who he is. I could see him getting a rub sometime in the future if they want to push him in that role. I could see him being a big monster. He's got the look for it. Because he's good. Yeah, he's good. And, and tonight, yeah. he killed He killed it tonight. Yeah. He was very good tonight. What did you think of his performance uh, against Page? I, so, I, I, I liked it, man. And, and, and I like Hangman's um, approach to the match. Same for Swerve. 
you know, they went in to these to these matches, um, both of them, with the intent of making sure that their opponent was 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 intimidating, formidable, and and an equal match and everything else. You know, so Hangman bumped with a guy, that, and but I don't think Hangman needed to do too much, man, because Toa just looks like a killer out there. Yeah, he, he, you know, it's it's very believable. You know, we had to stretch a little bit to you know believe that the the shape. You know, in the prime of his career, that Swerve is in is out there struggling with RVD. You know, I mean, but they made it look good. Same for for Toa, man. I think he looked great out there, and, and Hangman did a fantastic job. Um, I hope they capitalize on this for Toa and give him some solid, you know, mid card wins and do some stuff with him because I think he kind of killed it out there. Uh, by the way, guys, I, I see some of you still discussing the previous rant that we just uh, concluded. Uh, you know, if WWE did this, I would absolutely shit all over them, number one. Okay, number two, they, I don't think they'd be that fucking inept to do something this fucking stupid and nonsensical, okay? Now, if they did this, I'd shit all over them, no doubt about it. But you're not going to see this over there because they don't really work with promotions like CMLL. And if they do something, we'll get a, a, a vignette or, or, or a coming attraction or, or something along those lines, so, you know, AEW is easy to pick on, man. They make the same, you know, it's easy to pick on the show when shit like this happens because they make the same fucking mistake every single time they want to go and do something like this. It's easy, man. They never learn their lesson. That's why. So a, a, a real good tool and a key to using storytelling is simplicity. And it's not, you can't label going out and getting fans to try to somehow form an investment in a whole nother promotion that they know nothing about and label it as simple. That's not simple storytelling. It's quite complicated. Nobody cares about the guys that these people are facing and why should they? Simplicity. It's going to be a fight. Explain the fight. Give me the fight. Simple. You know, if I was a fucking Mark, I'd be like, oh man, this is so great. This is fantastic. I can't, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see. CNLL on TV. This is I'd be like that if I was a fucking Mark. I'm not. This guy's not a Mark either. You know what we want? We're a Mark for good television. We're a Mark for good stories. Give me some fucking stories, and then I'll be like, Oh, man, this story is so great. I can't wait to see this show next week. It's fucking easy. Something wrong with your mic. Your, your pitch is just going. Just, well, I mean. Just, your pitch is. Then you got you got the geeks on on, on Twitter. It's like man, they 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 listed all these 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 matches and fucking getting clips. It's like man, you listen, man. I don't got I don't got all day to spend on fucking Twitter clipping CMLL Lucha Libre fucking in, in the depths of fucking fuck standard definition on Twitter. Give me a fucking break, man. Come on. If this was WWE, it absolutely shit all over them. But it's not. They got bigger problems. Bigger Dad, bullshit problems. Dad, can you read me a bedtime story after wrestling goes off? No, son. I have to go look up CMLL videos to find out who these guys are. WWE's got bigger problems, man. Listen, they don't piss away fucking debuts or random appearances, man, like Tony Khan does. Or maybe they do if you're John Laryngitis. I don't know. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. Anyway. Nope. Nope. <clears throat> <clears throat> totally Ono. He's in control. Picture in picture. He had Paige trapped in a tree of woe. Delivered a series of headbutts to Paige. Leona missed a running senton on the apron. Paige tried to slingshot dive. And Leona just kind of shrugged him off. Paige 
Then really fighting back. He had a tope before getting back inside the ring. Big cross body. Knocked Leona down for two. Page comes back with some big elbows. He tried for a dead eye. But Leona and the size of Leona collapsed Page. Couldn't get it done. Thrust kick landed by Leona, who then wanted a ripcord clothesline. Page threw a lariat of his own and ducked a Leona crossbody before swinging for a huge lariat. Deadeye connected this time. Leona popped right back up and took Page out with a headbutt. A ripcord discus lariat hit for Leona. Page kicked out at a two. He then tried to escape another senton on the apron, but Leona had it scouted. Put on the brakes, did he... Uh, on the apron, and he tried a moonsault off that apron, missed. Page answered with his moonsault off the top, wanted a buckshot, but Leona ducked. He tried to pop up Samoan drop. Page countered into a crucifix for a fluky flash pin on Toa Leona. And I like the way that the match ended, Jesse. He didn't win with a dead eye, even though he attempted it twice. He didn't win with a buckshot. He won with a flash pin which is uh, a good sign if you're Toa Leona because uh, he was impressive tonight. They didn't go out there and give him a fucking straight-up loss because everybody expected him to go in there and eat the loss anyway to Paige because Paige is in the championship match at the pay-per-view. He looked strong. He looked looked really good, and I can appreciate that. You know, he he won, uh, Paige won in a fashion of, oh, like, shit, I better better take this win however I can get it. This guy's fucking tough. You know, I, I underestimated him. What the holy hell? So I did like that in that regard. In that sense, they did somewhat protect them, you know, and I can appreciate that, man. I, I I like seeing guys in the lower end of the card look good in big spots. That the guys that doesn't necessarily means if it's not a W, then they're buried. This was a good spot for Toliona, and I hope they build off of it for him. I agree. Good match. Page is consistent. Loving the work he's been putting in. He gets a victory here, and he is on his way to revolution. Matthew and Nicholas Jackson arrived. Man, he said, they said, okay, they said their name on their birth certificate is Jackson. No, it's not. Well, that's that's part of the gimmick, bro. You're, you're, sp- you, no, you're supposed to be angry at them. Oh, so fucking Matthew up. and Nicholas Jackson. Get it right. Oh. Oh. Otherwise, they're going to find you, bro. I'll call them up right now and have, I have them fucking ban you from the show. Nope, nope, because that's not the that those are not actions of becoming of EVPs. So that they won't do that. They came out of a black stretch limousine, SUV. Nicholas Jackson was sick of being disrespected by being called Nick by one of these geeks who worked here. He finds him five hundred dollars. Matthew said Nicholas can be a bit of a hothead, but then told the worker to pay the fine before the end of the night. So they're really uh, they're really taking this EVP stuff pretty serious, huh? Yes, they are, man. That's what everyone told them to do. Act more like EVPs, and that's what they're doing. I kind of like where they're going with this, actually. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be uh, a lot better as we get closer to the pay-per-view because I know they're going to be in that uh, that main event with Sting and Darby. But I'm enjoying the work so far. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow and Commander. Oh, man. Yeah, no, not Commander Aziz, no. No, not Apollo Crews. Wardlow versus Commander. One-on-one match here. I said this on Twitter, Jesse, and I, uh, I'm i looking at Wardlow and I'm looking at Adam Cole on commentary. We got Roddy out there. We got Matt Taven, Mike Bennett. You know, Undisputed Era, uh, Undisputed Era, Undisputed Kingdom, sorry. Can't tell the fucking difference. 
Well, maybe I can with the way that they've been booked, man. The Undisputed Kingdom, you know, after beating the longest reigning AEW world champion of all time, the greatest AEW world champion of all time, and a storyline that had a major payoff with the devil reveal, man, I, I cannot remember a group that had all that going for them and then after those things happening, fall off a fucking cliff as hard and as fast as the Undisputed Kingdom, man. These guys, Wardlow's great, Adam Cole's great, Roddy's great, but they are fucking ice cold, man. Holy shit. Whatever the temperature is in Chicago right now, man, it's fucking 30 degrees colder for the Undisputed Kingdom. Yeah, it's it, it, was, it was that MJF injury, man. I don't... I I feel like they probably had some long term plans for this going forward, but I think the the injury just kind of, to Adam Cole just kind of just just fucked everything up. But I will say, after we talked about the last couple of weeks, Adam Cole is just not coming out there and sitting at ringside. He's on commentary. Yep. I mean, you do do something with the guy. He's gold. Do something. He's gold in everything that he does. He can't wrestle right now. He's gold in everything else. Use everything else. Interviews, commentary. Use Adam Cole to get this shit over. That's your key. What is their mission statement? Their mission they statement is Adam Cole. Adam, Adam Cole wants the world title, right? He's gonna have the world yeah. title because Wardlow's gonna win it for him, and he's gonna give it to Adam Cole. No, that's not gonna happen. Roddy wants the international championship. Great, we're getting that match at the pay per view. Has there been any build for that uh, going into the pay per view, or did AEW do exactly like we thought we uh, we were gonna get, or thought that you know uh, the story was gonna go? They they announced yeah. it and then they just fucking killed it. Yeah, yeah well, we'll see you in six weeks of the pay per view. No bill. Just just give Roddy the fucking title. It's like fucking ridiculous. This is exactly how we knew it was gonna go. And then we got Matt Taven and Mike Bennett. I mean, what are we doing there? They're, they're the Ring of Honor tag team <laughs> champions, man. You know, uh, when's the last time those things were defended? I'm sorry, I don't watch Ring no. of Honor, so I, I don't know. Me either. These guys should just be tag team champions. What what is their mission statement? They want all the gold. They want all the gold, but here they are wrestling Commander on Wednesday night. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that they'll get yeah, to where they up. need to be without yeah. wrestling Commander. They have to start at the bottom. And uh, I'm trying. Start at I'm the sorry. bottom? I'm sorry. I'm trying, man. I'm fucking trying. They took out MJF. They uh. did dealings with Samoa Joe. And here they are wrestling fucking Commander on Dynamite. Now, I mean, I'd love for someone to tell me exactly where the fuck they're going and why I should care, because right now, I couldn't give a flying fuck about the Undisputed Kingdom. The best thing about the Undisputed Kingdom is their theme song. Shout out to Mikey Ruckus, by the way, who's fucking top-notch. I'm I'm still trying to get used to that. I don't know if I like it or not. I don't know. Like, what are we doing here, man? This group, after taking down MJF, should be a rebel group that's destroying this company from within? Or, or are we not creative enough to, to, to pen a storyline here? Yeah, they were all about destroying shit before, right? I mean, now they're just kind of waiting their turn for matches and you know, not interrupting anything or getting in trouble. Now, now they're tamed. But I, again, I stand by... I, 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 Okay, I, I can't really stand by it too much. Adam Cole has been injured for a long time. You've had plenty of time to come up and and come up with a different angle with what to do with this. Plenty of time. He he he's been hurt, bro. Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. They, they, they could have come up with something a lot better for the Undisputed Kingdom by now. So the same thing I say every single fucking week. I sound like a broken record right now. We need two separate rosters. There's too many stars. There's too much talent on this show. Like, I don't know what I'm getting on a week-to-week basis. This week is a show. Next week, it'll be a completely different roster, completely different stars, completely different fucking dynamite. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. When you, There's when no you... cohesive storylines going from show to show to show to show. It's like, what, what can I give these fans today when I wake up? I'll call RVD and we'll get RVD in the main event. The fuck does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Yeah, we'll do Wardlow versus Commander because I love Commander. Yeah, Great. If, you sep- if you separate the rosters, it's it's easy to explain why you're not seeing. Because why am I not seeing Copeland or Christian on TV at all this week? And the easy answer would be, well, because they work on Collision. So if you want to see them, you have to watch Collision. You know, same thing for the other stars that are not on this show uh, weekly because they're on the other show and vice versa from the other show. Because, yeah, because now I'm questioning why some of this stuff is happening and we're not getting some of the best stuff that you have, which is Christian Cage. You don't know the people there in this company. You don't know how lucky you had it when Punk was there, man, because with Punk on collision, no matter who was allowed on collision or not, Punk was the reason why we all watched collision. That in in itself was the the fucking main reason I, I sat on my couch on a Saturday night watching collision. Every single week, as long as he was there. Do you want to know how many times I sat on my couch and watched Collision live on a Saturday night since he's left? Zero. Not to take anything away from FTR or the House of Black or who, Brian Danielson, Copeland, whatever. Zero. Do you want to know why? Because the show is a fucking mixed bag. It's a PBS fucking, uh, you know, just fucking random whatever. Variety hour. Like, well, you got to watch it to find out if you don't like it or not. Watch what? Collision? Yeah. I don't have to watch shit. You gotta watch it. Brian Danielson versus Yuji Nagata? Well, no, don't watch next week. Next week's gonna be awful. But... I mean, holy <laughs> shit. What? Two things AEW needs. Split rosters, and they need a pay-per-view every month. I'm sorry. This, 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 this fucking fluff. No. In between pay-per-views here, man. We have now, coming up next week, we got four weeks till the pay-per-view. You know, you know when you're gonna get the pay-per-view really kind of getting built? Next week, and then going into week three, and then week two, week one, and then boom, pay-per-view. We've had World's End happen in December, all of January with the fluff, garbage. I, yeah, I, I'm going to have to disagree about the monthly pay-per-views until they get a streaming deal. I'm not paying yes, 40, yes, 50 yeah, bucks yeah, a Yes, that's month. what I mean. Yes, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Announce that, that shit. Give me monthly pay-per-views and give me fucking four weeks, five weeks yeah. tops of build. Seven weeks, eight weeks, nine weeks of build in between these pay-per-views every fucking three months. Yeah. Yeah. Or go back to the TV specials. You know, they, they, used, they used to do those a lot more often. The, the, the TV, the Winter is Coming, uh, the Fighter Fest. And all. It's the network specials where you build to those and they become like TV pay-per-views. And that they used to do that quite well. Actually. You kind of got away from that. Yeah, I don't know why they went away from that. Bash the Beach. Yeah. Or whatever the fucking case may be. Fighter Fest. Uh, yeah, winter exactly. is Coming, you said. What else did they have? Blood and guts, Blood and, right? Yeah, those those are all good ideas, and it was a good promotion. To t- uh, tap we, had, we, we had a pay per view. We had a pay per view in what? Fe- uh, revolutions? What? Most sometimes February, sometimes February. March. You know, why don't we get something in January where there's no pay per view? Why don't yeah. we get something in uh, April where there's no pay per view? Then we go to double or nothing. 
Why don't we get something in May? And then we get the Forbidden Door. Something in July, we get to All In. Then September, we get something then. Then we get to Wrestle Dream. It's like, yeah. what, 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 what happened to these stop gaps that, that you that you plug them into the pay-per-view or plug them into the, the, the weekly calendar, the monthly calendar. Yes. It's something mm-hmm. to build towards instead of giving us fucking Commander and Wardlow. Even better, you have a weekly Saturday night show now. So now build to a special on a Saturday night and make it feel like a pay-per-view. Give me an hour of, of commercial free at the end. You know, make it feel like a big time show Saturday night, pay-per-view type feel. Nothing else is going on that weekend. Something like that. Be perfect, man. God, this place pisses me off. What are they doing? Every time I talk about this shit, the show, the show was okay. It wasn't a bad show, and I'm just I'm just pinpointing why half of the shit don't even fucking make sense. It's a waste of my time. I think that's why we're frustrated because everything is just okay. Like you like everybody in creative just settled. Like you can do so much better than okay. And then the AW fan base settles. That's the fucking problem. When when the AW fan base, oh man, this was a banger show, TK. That's what they're gonna listen to. They're not gonna listen to people like me who actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Yeah, they could do so much better than this. Easily. Easily. Wardlow, he launched Commander with a huge F10. Wardlow yeah, he, po- did. <laughs> he posed. Yeah, it was the best part of the night. He posed at the big screen. <laughs> Commander rolled outside, countered a powerbomb into a hurricanrana into the steps. Then we got an awkward baseball slide, which Commander missed. Wardlow uh, corrected the move, sprung up to the apron. Commander kicked the, uh, kicked the ropes for a low blow. Commander hit a rope walk, walk drop kick and a Phoenix splash, which looks sloppy. Commander landed knee first on the throat of Wardlow with the Phoenix splash. Commander tried another rope walk. Wardlow caught him into a spinning power slam. Wardlow connected on a hanging knee lift out of the corner and delivered a power bomb for the win. Now, the power bomb was as sloppy as sloppy could be. Oh. Commander slow, soaking wet is what, 140 pounds? Wardlow yeah. could have lifted this guy up fucking as high as a skyscraper and power bombed him down. What happened, Jesse? His knee buckled and Wardlow was limping in the post match promo by Roddy. And we Fuck were all wondering. Is Wardlow now injured? Fucking hell. Please tell me this man is not hurt. I don't know. If he's hurt, then the, I mean, it's just done. This this faction is just done. He was caught limping after the power bomb. He got the win. His leg gave out. And post-match, Roderick Strong got on the microphone and told Mike Bennett to throw Commander back in the ring. Strong yelled that Commander should have taken his deal last Friday, and now we'll pay the price. What, what deal was that? I'm sorry. That happened on Rampage? That show doesn't exist to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, Orange Cassidy. I, co- I covered it, and I have no idea what he's talking about. Oh, well, there you go. If you don't know, then fuck <laughs> is anybody else supposed to know? Yeah, I fucking cover it. Orange Cassidy and the best friends came out to the ring and had a stare down. Strong thanked them for coming out, but they will see them later. Wow. Wow, man. Some great A storytelling there. We got Roddy and Orange Cassidy happening at the pay-per-view. Orange Cassidy comes out there to help Commander, and they say to Orange Cassidy, you know what? We'll see you later. <laughs> wow, man. I think I think Tony Khan and his writing team deserves a fucking Emmy for this great A writing. If, it, just, it just feels like everything on the show, maybe this will help explain why the show was boring. Like I said, the wrestling was fine, the show was fine, it was mid, but it was nothing fucking exciting. Everything was just so fucking linear and just so by the book. 
and just not anything exceptional. It was just the flow was just the way it's supposed to go. Who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? Dude? Nothing exceptional happened. There was no kind of chaos. No, nothing came off as unexpected. Or why did these get the CML thing happen? That was kind of unexpected. But once again, we don't give a shit about the CML guys. No. So the flow is just too, just too even. It was just boring. It was just there. It was mid. Tony Schiavone had a sit-down interview with Ricky Starks and Big Bill, Sting and Darby Allen. Said everyone agreed to no physicality tonight. Stark said Sting's AEW run began in March 2021. Stark said Sting's first win in AEW was over him. And that does not sit right. After all these years, now it doesn't sit right. Great. Darby said Starks doesn't respect anybody. He yelled that Sting's career is not a stepping stone. Stark said next week he's going to retain the titles with Bill, and then he's going to get his win back over Sting. He said he'll make sure Sting never makes it to his retirement, and he will never respect Darby. So Big Bill, you know, he had this uh, sarcastic tone about him, said those two continue to run their mouths about how great they think the other is. It's so beautiful. He says they're looking past them when talking about going to AEW Revolution with the tag team titles. So next week they represent everyone else there, and he'll take out their frustrations on them. Sting said he used to admire Ricky Starks because he was the only one who had the balls to talk smack to his face. He said, as far as respect goes, he has to earn it. Then he told Bill, you know, I faced many big men before in the ring, but they were killers, so I'm not really sure about you. Darby closed by telling Ricky that every time he points the finger at someone else, the only person to blame is himself. Starks threw his drink in Darby's face. They went face-to-face. There was no physicality, so Darby couldn't throw a punch. Starks then yelled, hit me, hit me. Like fucking, Bro, like fucking uh, Joker in Dark Knight. Hit, hit, hit me, hit me. Bro, bro let me like tell you something. Me. Let me tell. If I'm sitting, so if I'm sitting down somewhere and someone throws their drink in my face, as far as I'm concerned, that's physicality. You think that, that's kicked off? No, no. What yeah. was that? It was a Batman that said, "Hit me." Hit. Was, no, that, no, was no, it Heath Ledger? It was a was Joker. It was Joker. Was, All right. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, to me, that's physicality. Tell you what. Tell you what. Go walk up to a cop and just throw some water in his face. See what happens to you. What's going to happen? That's, that's physical. That, you're going to jail, bro. That's assault. You know, my, one of my favorite scenes in The Dark Knight, man, remember when he crashed that party, that dinner party? And yeah. uh, he, uh, what's, what's the broad's name? Forgot her name. He grabbed her. and uh, he, dolls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he broke the window, and Batman's like, let her go. And, yeah. then, and then Heath Ledger's like... It's a poor choice of words in this moment. And then he lets, lets her go. I love that, man. He lets her go. She falls down. He goes down, catches her, somehow softens the fall. They land. And what happened at the party? I don't know. He allegedly was eating some fucking hot dogs, man. He's eating shrimp. Yeah, shrimp, yeah. But did he just leave the party? Did he oh, just stay, did he stay there and continue looking for Harvey Dent? What happened at the party? I don't know. The be- One of the best movies ever. That movie. Easily. But we digress. They haven't made... You know, the Batman uh, the Batman movie that, that uh, they, they released, the last one that... Uh, whoever that uh, fucking... What's his name? The Pretty Boy played. Oh, oh the, from the Vampire? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was a good one. I liked that one. Oh, God, I hated it. I enjoyed it. I, I, I didn't think I was going to enjoy it, but I, I enjoyed it. And I think I could see where they were going with it. I'm looking forward to the next one. 
I hated that. But the the Christopher Nolan series reminds me of Hangman versus Swerve. Yeah. The first the first one was good. Yeah. The second one was fucking phenomenal. Yeah. The third one probably something they should have they shouldn't have done. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, Miles. Yeah, it's like it's like um you know uh what's his name? Batman in, in that movie, Christian Bale. You know, he he, he, he always he always he always had those liners. He's like uh where is she? <laughs> it's like, like, all right, bro, calm, calm I down, man. I don't know. He must have friends. Friends? <laughs> have you met this guy? <laughs> such a, that's such a great movie, man. Every time it's on, it's usually on TNT. It's always on. I'll watch it with fucking oh, a thousand commercial breaks in it, man. It's that fucking good. Uh, it's so good. Anyway, um. This was a great segment. Speaking of good, this was a great segment. Uh, I enjoyed this. I'm looking forward to that match next week. But, I, you know, I think you guys know, man, the the outcome is very predictable. Sting, if Sting and Darby don't win the tag team titles next week, I don't I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, but they, they they have a collision course with the Bucks. How are they going to lose going into that? Sting and Darby are going to lose going into... Revolution? No, they're gonna take those titles and then lose at Revolution, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. And the Bucks are gonna get all the heat because they ended Sting's career. All the tag team champions and the EVPs love it. Yep. And you guys can go on social media and cry about Nicholas and Matthew Jackson. The Bucks have just put themselves over Sting. It's not right. And that's the heat that they want, man. Give it to them. Give it to them. They're making light of the CM Punk stuff and pretending yeah. like nothing happened. <laughs> yeah. They're making fun of his injury and enjoying it. Let's, let's talk about him on Twitter. Oh, that's just me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> All right. Chris Jericho versus Kyle Fletcher. Did you guys know that Kyle Fletcher is the Ring of Honor television champion? I found out tonight. Interesting. Didn't know that. How many of you in the chat care? Zero? Yes. Just I as I expected. I could care. I didn't know. But... Oh, well. I mean. I might care. Uh, this was a good match. Wasn't bad. Uh, Jericho did not get a uh, resounding reaction here tonight. They sang his song, though. Uh, Jericho looked decent out there. Fletcher is uh, very good. So we will pick it up after the commercial break. Fletcher dominated during the break. Jericho made a comeback, went for a line salt. Hobbs punched him in the face as he was on the ropes for the line salt. Callis distracted the ref. Fletcher then scored a two-count on Jericho after the Hobbs interference. Jericho came back with the walls of Jericho mid-ring. Fletcher powered up, crawled to the bottom rope, forced a break of the walls of Jericho. Fletcher caught a charging Jericho with a kick to the face. Crowd was chanting, where's your socks at Don Callis? Because Don Callis, in a very typical prick move, Jesse, wears shoes, loafers, without socks on, which I find to be absolutely abhorrent. His feet must stink like holy hell. Ridiculous. My God. Talk about a heel, man. Jericho, yes, shit. yeah, Jericho landed a single leg code breaker for two. Fletcher went for a superplex and twisted it in a way that uh, looked like some sort of modification of the move. Kind of looked clunky. Uh, Excalibur said it was a brain buster in the corner. That led to a two count. Fletcher kicked Jericho from behind, but Jericho sat down on a sunset flip for two. Fletcher kicked uh, Jericho who then rolled to ringside. Fletcher hit a dive through the ropes, but Jericho gave him a Judas effect in midair and knocked him out of the dive. 
He knocked Hobbs into the ringside steps, so he's battling the numbers game out there. He threw Fletcher back into the ring. Jericho leapt off the top rope with a Judas effect midair for the one, two, three, which looked beautiful, by the way. The Jericho fe- uh, move off the top with the Judas effect looked great, and he gets the win in about 15 minutes. Uh, next week, he's got Kanosuke Takeshita one-on-one from Phoenix. I'm looking forward to that. Takeshita came out and stared him down on the uh, stage, and Jericho stared back at him. Good stuff here. Very simple. Uh, I'm kind of over the Jericho Don Callis story. I think with Kenny now out, uh, I think we're uh, about done with this. I don't know how we wrap it up, but uh, no doubt in my mind next week, Jesse, that Takeshita needs to beat Jericho. Yeah, it's it's it looks like that. It should happen. And I'm with you, man. I'm kind of over it. Like, let's let it happen so we can get Takeshita to something actually, you know, interesting. Yeah. We got Diana Perrazzo talking about her tattoos. She focused on the duck tattoos uh, both she and Tony Storm have on their ankles. Uh, she asked what they mean to her. Uh, Jesse, do you want to explain to these fine people what the significance and the meaning of these tattoos are? They got duck tattoos because they wrestled together on the Indies and they were such good friends. And I, I, that's about it, basically. But they did at least go into you know some kind of story as to why it was done and why they care so much about each other. But but yeah, they were BFFs. They got their duck tattoos together. They wrestled in Japan. They lived together. They were roommates. It not only means who she is, but who she has become and questions what the tattoo means to Tony Storm at the end of all of this. Tattoo. Like, I, gotta, I'm a, I, can, I can't not call it that now. Uh, the, uh, what what she say tonight on commentary as well during the women's match? She said something along the lines of, it's not suplex, it's suple. Suple, yeah. The, the human, human suple machine. machine. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. We got the Bang Bang Scissor Gang addressing the AEW fans. I wish we didn't get any address by the Bang Bang Scissor Gang. Uh, Jay White and Austin, Colton Gunn are out there. Love those guys. Uh, They were joined by the acclaimed and Billy Gunn. Uh, They are all out there in the middle of the ring. Jay White says he's a big fan of scissoring. That's fucking disgusting. But they have their own thing going on. Okay. Uh, White and Guns did their signature guns-up gesture. Max Caster says they're looking at the six men who've dominated the trio's division and trio's wrestling for years. Really? (laughs) Years? How long have Bullet Club Gold been together? Nine months? A few months. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Tell you, man. Tony Khan, I don't know, man. I I think you need to hop on on LinkedIn, bro, and put out fucking uh, some... uh, some hiring positions for writing team. Dominated the trios division and trios wrestling for years. What what division? I don't know. He shoved Anthony Bowens and told him to go get Cardblade. He pulled out a cardboard version of Jay White. If you guys don't know what Cardblade is, it's a cardboard version of Jay White from underneath the ring. Colton said they fired him weeks ago and they tossed him out of the ring and they pulled out a juice cardboard figure. Juice board. Austin pulled the Juice Robinson cardboard cut out from underneath the ring. And Shivani said, AEW is fun, isn't it? Yeah, that's what we were thinking. Yeah, it's exactly what I was thinking during this fucking segment. What do they usually say? Eye of the beholder? Yeah. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Very subjective. 
They close with Billy Gunn stopping Austin from doing his shtick. And they all close with the two words for you bit. Guns up. Guns up. Uh, this shit sucks. Yes. This shit sucks. Jay White is so beneath this shit, or above this shit, I should say. This is, uh, this is fucking just the bottom of the barrel for Jay White. He should be up here, and this, this shit is bringing him down to the, this, this level, bottom of the barrel. Um, if this isn't leading to a unification, if we are not getting rid of those Ring of Honor six-man tag team titles, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here, but apparently, according to the rankings here, we got Bullet Club Gold as the number one contenders for the trio championships. Yes. Please. Hooligan said this shit is hella cringe. What did I text you during the show about this fucking segment? This was cringe. <laughs> right away. Like this whole fucking thing. If this all leads to just the three, the two separate fucking factions breaking up and feuding, then this is a fucking fail. The only redeeming quality I can find from this is if Billy Gunn leaves and joins his fucking sons. And so can I can friends. I ask a very logical and educated question here? What is the purpose? Did they even explain why they wanted to join forces and join Bullet Club and the Acclaim together? Is there is there a common enemy here? Is there a huge threat looming over AEW where we need six soldiers to go march into battle and battle for the right of AEW? What are we battling for? What, what, what is the point of joining forces here when there's nothing that is giving them a reason to? They told us they get to do this together. Or am I losing my fucking mind? They get to do this on TV. That's the reason you pair these two together? There you go, bro. Is there another faction that we're supposed to uh, eradicate and take care of? Undisputed Kingdom. No, but we got Wardlow Wrestling Commander. Yeah. On Dynamite. Now, if I ask these legit, if I ask these questions, well, why are you such a, why are you such a, a, a hater, JD? I don't know. Maybe because I have a fucking brain and I like to use it when I talk pro wrestling. Or is everything supposed to be fucking, yeah, let's sweep that under the rug, man, and, and let's act like a mark. That's great. If they're going to merge these two sets of trios titles, have Daddy ass turn on the acclaim and join his sons in the Bang Bang Gang, salvageable. Salvageable. Yeah. Maybe. Take that. Take by, that. The way, by the way, the trios uh, rankings are Bullet Club Gold, number one, the Hardys and Mark Briscoe, number two. That's a new one. Okay. Dark Order, number three. FTR and Daniel Garcia, number four. And the House of Black, number five. Oh, my God. Where is House of Black? Have they been on lately? Yeah, they wrestled in a steel cage match on Collision. Oh, that's right. I still had to go, but I have not watched that one. Yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty good. Okay. It was good. Didn't really matter, I was, but... I was busy watching... I don't know, yeah, we were, uh, yeah, we were busy, uh, we were busy watching... Uh, the Royal Rumble on Saturday. I, I apologize if I didn't catch up with that one live there. Can't Sorry. Moving on. This shit sucks. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo versus Taya Valkyrie. She's out there with Johnny TV. Johnny Nitro. Johnny Mundo. What was his name in WWE? John Morrison. Johnny, Johnny, uh, is it John Morrison? Yeah, that's yeah. kind of boring. Yeah, John Morrison. Johnny Impact. 
Johnny Impact. Ah, uh, Peraza wins in nine minutes. I mean, does anybody expect Taya Valkyrie to beat Deanna Peraza on TV if Deanna is chasing Tony Storm? No. <coughs> Sorry. Deanna Peraza waved off Tony Storm, uh, who was or uh, waving at Tony, who's on commentary, and um, she put her fists up and they moved them in slow motion because of the whole black and white thing. Perazzo shoved Valkyrie into Storm back in the ring. She finished Valkyrie with a submission as Tony complained that uh, someone pissed in her seat. That's pretty much the way it went there. Yeah. R. Kelly, her? I mean, uh, I don't know. Uh, Deanna Perazzo is number one of the women's rankings. Thunder Rose is number two. Hikaru Sheet is number three. Sky Blue is number four. And Mariah May is number five. It feels like no one has lost more women's matches in the company than Sky Blue. Where is she at again? Uh, let's let's look it up. Let's look it up. Look that up, please. Let's see what Sky Blue is going maybe, on. Maybe maybe they protected her this year. Maybe that's the thing. She just lost so many matches. Let's though. see. Going back to uh, We go to Collision. She beat Kiara Hogan on Collision. That was the sixth. Then she was part of a homecoming match on Dynamite from Daly's place that she lost. Then she beats Brittany Jade in a dark match. That was on Dynamite, 17th. Deanna Perrazzo beats Sky Blue, Jericho Cruz. Abaddon beats Sky Blue, Jericho Cruz. And Sky Blue beats Layla Gray on the Jericho Cruz. So Sky Blue has won one match in the month of January, and she's number four in the women's ranking. There you go, man. That'll do it. Wow. And and don't even look at last year. I feel like she lost 75% of her matches last year, man. Wow. I mean... She should be winning. The point is to this, she should be winning more because if they want to push her, clearly they do. Yet I have her stop losing so much. Uh, these rankings probably took all of five minutes to come up and make for AW. Who's been on TV, Tony? There you go. Man. Fucking Mariah absolute May. waste, man. Half ass. How many wins does Mariah May have? She one! One! Two, two wins, maybe. Two wins. Didn't she wrestle uh, recently? I think she wrestled on Collision. Let's find Serena, out. Serena, didn't Serena Deeb come back? Did she wrestle or just come back in a promo? No, nah, she wrestled on Collision. I'm sure she won. Of course she won. So she has one win at least, and she's still under Mariah May. Mariah May has won two matches. Oh, there's two. Never mind. So let's head. see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Mariah May's number five and won two matches. Sky Blue won one match this month. How is Mariah May number five and Sky Blue number four? Oh my god. You can't you can't say, well, JD don't know what he's talking about. I got fucking cage match pulled up on my iPad. <laughs> she beats Lady Frost on collision Saturday, and she beats Queen Aminata on the third. Dynamite. That was her debut from New Jersey. I don't know, man. Anybody watching this show over in AEW, man? Uh, I got questions. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. Let's get it fixed, man. Let's get it fixed. It's kind of messed up. Otherwise, I'm doing your job for me. Maybe I should be. Maybe I should be making my YouTube revenue and your pay at the same time. Yeah. 
And also, it's time for someone to start explaining to us why Britt Baker is not on TV. Adam Cole is straight up hurt. And we see this guy on TV every week. So mm-hmm. if Britt Baker is hurt, if she's in, look, she's supposed to be here and she's not. You need to kayfabe me and explain to me why she's not here. I don't know. Thunder Rosa wasn't here because she was injured and they made sure to tell us that all the damn time. No one has told us why Britt Baker is not on TV. Yeah, this 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 show is as cold as Lady Frost. Yeah. Absolutely. Hi, Britt. Hi, Britt. We miss you, Britt. We miss you, Britt. I, I, I mean, something's got to be done here. We need we some fucking life this, into Brit. this show, man. Seriously. We can talk about this, Britt. Meet me at the Heathrow Airport. We can talk about this again. I'd love to see the waiting room come back. What happened? Inject some life here, man. There you go, man. Show feels like it's operating under fucking massive, do- massive doses of Novocaine. Even though I quite like the feeling of uh, being on Novocaine. Especially if I'm at that dentist, man. I can't, I can't, I'm afraid of the dentist. Fucking New York. Bro, I have, the, I have them inject me with Novocaine for, for a fucking routine cleaning. For a cleaning? Yeah. Oh, what a wuss, man. Absolutely. Oh, my God. I am a, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fairy. Yeah. I hate the dentist. Sorry, Brett. It doesn't hurt. I mean, it's not, I don't like it's any like, steel objects in my mouth, man. Yeah. No. Yeah, it don't feel great. Don't get me wrong. No, it's no. not an awesome feeling, but I mean, no. it doesn't hurt. It's just annoying. No. Renee Paquette was backstage with Darby Allen, asked him about his admiration for the Young Bucks. Allen was confused, but Paquette just nodded along until the Bucks walked in because they were feeding her lines and told Allen to answer the question. Matthew Jackson says they come in peace and they love Allen. He's a young star, hot star, just like they are. He's an original, he's an OG. They're confused why he's allowing a 65-year-old to leech off of him, but suggest the Bucks and Allen join up as the hot new emo trio. Nicholas Jackson cuts some jokes and says he's been ducking them. Allen said that's all on his mind right now and the tag team titles will be his. Allen leaves and Matthew Jackson says they'll guess they have to get his attention another way before telling Renee that she's doing a fine job backstage. Swerve. One-on-one with RVD in the main event. This was the dealer's choice for Swerve. Adam Page picks RVD. Rob Van Dam, ECWOG. Still looks in great shape. This was a fine match. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, a little clunky at spots, a little miscommunication here or there. Nothing too crazy. They delivered a solid main event. Crowd loved RVD. Always great hearing Pantera. Anytime he wants to come back. Love it. Strickland was in control after a commercial break. Sent RVD into the corner headfirst into a chair that was lodged in between the turnbuckles. Strickland tried another whip into the chair, but RVD turned to the side and sent Strickland crashing in before delivering a rolling thunder. Rolling uh, a running drop kick rather into the corner with a chair took out Strickland for a two count. RVD wanted a monkey flip, but Strickland countered into a power bomb onto the chair, and both men traded counters until Strickland was crushed on the top rope and he was about to deliver a dive. But Brian Cage appeared and shoved RVD off the top. This is when Hook sprinted out to the ring with a chair and cracked Cage in the back as both men then brawled to the back. So it looks like Hook may be getting involved with some mogul embassy guys. RVD got a quick roll-up for two and popped Strickland with a big flush kick. 
RVD wanted another rolling thunder, but this time Strickland counted into a rolling flatliner. That looked great. Strickland booted RVD into a seated position on a chair ringside and hit the swerve stomp off the apron. Uh, Joe is on commentary here doing what he usually does. RVD chucked the chair at Strickland on the top, causing Strickland to fall through a table that was set up on the outside. RVD brought Strickland back inside, placed the chair on him, missed the five-star frog splash, landed on the chair, allowing Strickland to hit a house call with the chair for a close three count. He got a two. Despite being cut off the first time, Strickland sent RVD crashing into the mat. He mocked the RVD pose, hit the swerve stomp as RVD looked up at him, gave him the finger, swerve stomp, one, two, three, and swerve gets the victory. Post-match, Adam Page walked to the ring with his glorious mustache with a microphone. Page congratulated Strickland. He called him an evil bastard and says he can only assume they are both at the top of the rankings that will be released tonight. Well, I guess you could say that, but Swerve is number one and Page is number two. Page says he'll never let Swerve get a shot at Samoa Joe and the AW title as long as he's breathing. Page is the next world champion, not Strickland, who then laughed in Page's face. Strickland says he's beaten Page twice and has nothing left to prove to him as Page can't beat Strickland. Page says the two times Strickland won, he needed help from Mogul Embassy, but if it was a one-on-one match, Strickland couldn't lace his boots. Swerve said he'll give Page what he wants, one final match, and after he wins again, he will go on to become the world champion. So then we're informed that Tony Khan is making it official right then and there for next week. Strickland versus Page. Winner faces Joe for the world title at the pay-per-view. Uh, he complained about Mogul Embassy and Swerve needing help with Mogul Embassy, but no... Stipulation that they're banned, straight one-on-one match. So next week, we could realistically see the Mogul Embassy do the same thing that Swerve, uh, or uh, Paige, rather, was complaining about. And uh, I'm looking forward to it, but like I said before with Jesse, we all know how this is going to end. Yeah, we do. Did, did, it, did it look like Swerve was limping earlier in the match when he was getting thrown to the railing outside by RVD? Uh, I didn't notice it. Okay, I thought it, 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 it didn't come back up again later, but a couple of times I thought I could have swore I saw him limping. I was freaking the hell out, man. Yeah. But this was good. This was good. It wasn't great. Like you said, it had its moments here and there, but it, I mean, I, I I enjoy watching Rob Van Dam from time to time, man. Looks good out there. You know, Swerve has been killing it as of late. You cannot deny that. Um, I, I want to, I mean, I'll be stressed this before, man, but it's important that they don't, they don't they don't cool him off. I mean, he was white hot. They cannot lose that momentum with Swerve, man. That's why I didn't want to see a third match with Hangman. I was worried that they were going to try to give Hangman a win. But I'm pretty confident that's going to be a fuck finish. Some kind of tie, draw, uh, non-match, something of the sort, and we're going to get a triple threat. But in, until Swerve is champion, you got to keep that guy strong. Don't lose the momentum that him and Hangman built. That was the way the show went off the air. AW hyped up Rampage. Mystico Volador Jr. Mascara Dorada. And Hechicero versus Matt Seidel, Christopher Daniels, Matt Menard, and Angela Parker. Great. Those are the guys that uh, jumped Blackpool Combat Club, by the way, earlier in the show. Ah, okay. Private Party takes on Top Flight. Ricky Starks and Big Bill takes on Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Willow Nightingale takes on Queen Aminata, and Orange Cassidy and Best Friends cut a promo. Brian Danielson wrestles Hechi Cero on Collision. And then next week's Dynamite looks like a banger. Jericho versus Takeshita. Starks, Bill, defend the titles against Sting and Darby. 
Swerve vs. Hangman, Moxley, Danielson, and Claudio versus CMLL, and Tony Khan has a big announcement. Great. My big announcement is, thank God this fucking post-show is coming to an end. <laughs> Seriously. If I gotta complain about more illogical garbage from AEW, my head's gonna fucking explode. Ridiculous. Yeah. Listen, I don't know who's running shit over there, man, but stop using the rankings to push your own fucking agenda. If they're not going to be true to what we see on TV, then don't do them at all. Seriously. Just, just, just take the records and just rank them according to the records. Easy. Easy. Thank you guys so much for stopping by the channel tonight, man. Please hit that thumbs up. How many likes we got? 684, that's it? Were you not entertained? Guys, what the hell? Come on, man. Hit that thumbs up. Go check out the other videos on the channel. Last night, Drew and I were live for TNT. I did an extra on Brock Lesnar yesterday. Both videos did tremendous. TNT was the highest viewed regular Tuesday episode of TNT in the show's history so far. And then Brock Lesnar's uh, extra, where we talked about him maybe being gone forever, did almost 30,000 views. So you guys killed it yesterday. Biggest January ever on the channel. Follow me on social media, at JD from NY206X, Instagram, TikTok, and Cameo. Go follow Jesse on X as well, at Chi-Town Smart. Click his name at the top of the description. It'll take you right to his YouTube channel as well. Go hit the subscribe button over there if you have not done so yet. And make sure you guys leave me a comment. More engagements down in the comment section, the better things will be for the video. On top of the thumbs up. Um, let's get into these super chats, man. We got uh, Michael Krause with a $5 super chat. Good day, JD and Jesse. Hope all is well. Uh, hey, JD, you should start a comedy show because on these shows you are funny as hell man thanks for your hard work thank you uh michael i appreciate that i've been told i uh I, i'm quite the funny guy when i want to be thank you a clown funny you call me a clown clown funny no i'm here to fucking amuse you no uh tony brown with 20 months man the best 20 months ever proud ots member you demand young jd and jesse thank you tony brown we love you brother tony brown's awesome uh, visionary with 10 months, 10 months in the best community in the IWC, wishing JD and Jesse a prosperous 24. What are you guys drinking? Thank you, visionary. I don't know what I'm drinking. I'll, dr- I'll be drinking something t- uh, tomorrow. I haven't had a, a, an adult beverage in a few weeks, man. I've been, I've been uh, doing my thing, man, trying to get my diet straight and continue the gym. Tomorrow we'll have an old fashioned. Billy, thank you for the 100, man. Appreciate your generosity, as always, man. Thank you for being here. D Bastardo with a $5 super chat. JD and Jesse, what's up? Cody's story is longer than McMahon's sexcapades. I think TK brought back the ranking so he can continue random haphazard booking. That's exactly what he wants. He he enjoys the haphazard booking. Who, Who do we think the wrestlers are that he named those dildos after? Um, once we know there's a Roman Reigns in there. There's got to be a Shawn Michaels one in there. There's got to be an Undertaker one in there. There's a big dog. There's got to be a big show in there. Big show? No, no. Let's see. Omos. Oh, there's an Omos, bro. Ah, the big red machine, pal. Omos had the big black one. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) 
I, I hope that man rots in fucking hell, man. I'm I'm so like I am so physically fucking pleased that he is no longer there. And I, I'm sure it's not going to go all the way. They're not going to take it to fucking trial. I'm sure someone's going to be bought out and paid off, and then he's going to no, try and weasel his way back in. But he's not. He's not. She's going to get her fucking money, man. Yeah. They're not going to court for that. Nah. <laughs> nah, if they go to court, then the whole company's going on there. Oh, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, Billy Bastardo, thank you, guys. El Mase with a $10 super chat. What's up, Jay? Did you see Drew McIntyre's recent tricep workout? That man deserves to beat Seth at WrestleMania. Uh, I did not, but Drew McIntyre's been killing it on Twitter lately, man. His uh, his gifts and his uh, trolling of CM Punk is great. What, what, wait, wait, where are the Punk stands for, for Drew McIntyre, bro? Nowhere. Because they know, they know it's a work. They're watching me. Jason Bark with a $5 Super Jet. Tweet it. You have to do it now. Uh, no, I'm going to refrain. Because I know uh, Tony will probably fucking be in my DMs explaining. Why uh, why the rankings are the way that they are, but yet we just blew up the rankings on this two-hour show tonight. Yeah. Uh, Colin with the $10 Super Chat. AEW should never have gone away from the ranking system in the first place. They could have polished the ranking system all these years instead of now flinging crap at the wall to see what sticks. Yeah, it definitely feels like a company that doesn't know what they need to do. Oh, this one's Big Dick Johnson, pal. Oh, my God. Big Dick Dudley, pal. What else did he have? He, he, did he have a Yokozuna? This one's the Blue Weenie, pal. Oh, man. No, this one's John Cena. Ridiculous. <laughs> John Good with a $5 super chat. Uh, collision, Danielson, Eddie Kicks, another story for Eddie's belt. So hopefully they change the rankings. Oh, man. Adam! Casper. Fight all super chat. Sounds like we shouldn't take the AW rankings seriously. Uh, according to what we uh, figured out tonight, Adam, no. Jerry Ramey with a $50 super chat. Jerry, thank you so much. Reynolds and Silver. I would ask you gentlemen for a drink, but I'm out. Of it. Just trying to understand this ranking thing. Don't. 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 Summer history of the $10 Super Chat. Hey, JD, did you see that? Uh, did you see Trey's sign for Off the Script being the best wrestling podcast in the IWC on Dynamite? We were front row corner. Thanks for being the best in the IWC. Uh, I'm surprised those signs have not been banned from the venue yet. They are. Because we're certainly not getting media anymore. They are, and you can't you can't have a blank sign with a marker. They take that. Jason Barker with a twenty dollars super chat. Thank you, man. WWE wouldn't be doing that. I would rather have Veer come to Monday Night Raw for ten months. Veer Mahan. Yeah, WWE didn't follow up on Jinder either after uh, after last week. So, nah. not that anybody's fucking keeping track, but. Uh, Jedi Joker with the 32 months. TK needs to go back to the one-year mindset. Don't know what happened, but AW fell off hard. It's kind of sad, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it is It is sad. There's just so many logic gaps and loopholes and fucking potholes, plot holes. It's ridiculous. Angel Alaga with 21 months. 
Hi, JD. Three more months to the golden microphone. Always love your streams with Jesse. Thank you, Angel. Thank you, man. Adam Casper with a $5 super chat. The injuries in AEW and WWE have ruined things so far in 2024. Oh, you mean to tell me that you're not pleased with the Netflix deal? You're not pleased with The Rock joining the board of directors? You're not pleased with Vince McMahon defecating on a woman's face? No? All those things happen. And he left his personal trainer there to, to fuck her after he shit up. Who's it? While he, went to, while, while he went to go shower. Yeah, he's going to take a shower. He just took a shit. <laughs> I'm oh not staying God, here man. for this. You're the personal trainer. You're supposed to continue to... Uh, no. You know, man, you know, I was talking I was talking about this with Genius, man. You know, th- there are... Uh, the, the, there are fetishes like that out there. I didn't, I didn't like, I, I'm sure that people have some sick, twisted fucking fetishes, but, oh, you know, yeah. defecating on people, man, I don't know, who, 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 who enjoys that? Oh, yeah. I don't know why, but they do. I don't know, but they do. R. Kelly? I don't get it. I, I don't know, man. Pissing on women, shitting on women. I don't understand how that's, that's, how that's attractive. I don't know, man. Listen, at the end of the day, it may be Vince McMahon being punished for something he did or something he said by the Illuminati. I don't know. Right, Hooligram? Maybe it's a uh, maybe it's a sacrifice for all the success that he's had. He's got to pay the fucking consequences now, right? I don't know. I think Vince has said, I think he has said that he was molested when he was a child. Oh, I mean, something, something ain't right up there, man. It's uh, a depraved mentality. Something happened in his childhood that just has... Maybe, maybe, maybe he's developing Alzheimer's. Maybe he's developing some sort of fucking condition. I don't know. He's been writing NDAs for 20, 30 years. I don't know. But he had an NDA. Didn't he write an NDA for $7.5 million to a, a former uh, WWE superstar woman that he Bro, tried to keep quiet? They, they, in the last investigation, they had him racked up for like $14.2 million in NDA. Bro, the $7.5 million NDA, man. Imagine what that one fucking was about. Yeah. What the hell was happening there? This woman, this woman was asking for $3 million. What the she fuck get, did he do for the seven point, What the she, fuck did he do for the $7.5 million? My God. Oh, man. Oh, my. Oh, man. Ridiculous. Angel, thank you, brother. Um, Suzuki Gun. $10 Super Jet. Where is Mike Santana? Is he still with AEW? No, he's the House of Glory world champion. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Christy Hemi? Is that who it was? was I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. As I would love Let's to not make here, assumptions, man. Let's not yeah, make I assumptions. Would, as I would love to sit here and, and, and blame him for that one, I don't remember hearing any Christy Henry stories. Uh, Thomas with the five months. OTS brings the truth. JD Jesse, what the fuck are you guys drinking? Cheers. Thank you, Thomas. Still water. I'm not, not out of water. Basic with a 499. I can't keep up with how AEW books their shows. It's like a fever dream. Yeah, it's, it's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad, man. It's all over the place. It's like fucking, like I said, it's like variety hour over here. Yes. Rest in peace, Ashley Massaro. Yes. So fucking terrible. And and then in, in Janelle's lawsuit, you know, she has said that she has so many mental distress issues that she contemplated suicide. Yeah. Ashley Massaro. Yep. Uh Thomas. Ten dollars super chat. Hey JD and Jesse, it's really a shame that AW has all this talent. 
and they can't give us any good stories to draw our attention. What do you think of Vince Russo becoming head of creative for AEW? No, thank you. No, my God, man. Damn no, that guy. No, thank you. Also, I saw someone in the chat says, I hate, I can't stand or don't like AEW because the roster is trash. The uh, roster is not find, trash. If I can find out who that was, I'm a person, but that's bullshit right there. Uh, that's summer, the WWE stand bullshit. Yeah. Right yeah, summer history with the 10 Super Chat. When the Acclaim went to the front row to do the scissors with us in front row, AEW pulled camera away because we had the OTS sign with best podcast in the IWC security. He said, no podcast plugs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to. I want to see if busted opens. Uh, I want to see if it was a busted open sign. What they'd say? Oh no, we put that there. That's fine. Yeah, that, that'll be there. No, but we can see fucking b- uh, big head of uh, David Lagreca front row all the oh, time, yeah. though, right? Oh, that, we that, can that, see that, that, though, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah, there, there, no big head, no podcast plug. Just your thing. What happened to my AEW? My year one AEW. They don't exist anymore. Censorship and uh, as long as he's not shitting on women. Um, it's okay. It's good. Adam Casper, the five dollars super chat. I missed the post Rumble press conference, but did Cody get asked how it was like to win the Royal Rumble for a second year in a row? You know, I didn't even watch it, Adam. It's all a scripted event, man. It doesn't matter. Lenny Brandenburg with the one ninety nine. Seems like Cody was the key to AEW after all. Yes, he was. Him and Brandy. And Brandy, I'm, I'm I'm wholeheartedly starting to believe that now. And Adam Casper with a $5 Super Chat. I am looking forward to the Corey Graves and Wade Barrett pairing on SmackDown this Friday. And Corey Graves is the new play-by-play guy on Friday Night, man. It's going to be interesting to see how he does. And that is all the Super Chats, guys. Thank you so very much for all of your supports. Really appreciate you joining us on this Wednesday evening for the AEW Dynamite Post right here on OTS. Jesse and I will be back next Wednesday. Make sure you guys continue to hit that thumbs up. We need a thousand likes as always on the stream. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Turn on the bell for notifications. Make sure you go check out all the other content on the channel. There is plenty of it. And I'm sure I'll be back tomorrow with more OTS content right here on the channel. Follow us on social media at JD from NY206, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Cameo. Follow Jesse, Shottown Smart. Click his name in the description. It'll take you right to his YouTube channel. Go and subscribe over there as well. And once again, guys, thank you so very much for all of your support via Super Chats, memberships, and just sticking with us here on yet another middle of the road Wednesday. Should be better next week. It looks like a banger show. And until then, guys. We'll see you next Wednesday right back here for more AEW on Off the Script. I'll see you guys later.